summary. Started off with the candle, Numen Yisrael, with the Maxis Hashekel. We then move straight into the Kiyar. And then the Shemana Mishra. And then the making of the Ketairas. And Akash Baruch tells Moshe Ben Uri, Hey, look at this wonder of Betzalel and his assistant Aliyah Ben Achisamach. And how they're making all the Kalim. Akash Baruch then warns about Shabbos. Not to build a Mishkan on Shabbos. You know, we would have a huge, massive, unbelievable Yetzer Toif to build the Mishkan. Not on Shabbos. And then begins the story of the Luchais. Moshe Rabbeinu gets the Luchais in Shemayim. And then it describes what's going on with Klai all down there. He's coming late. And they make the Yegel. Hashem tells Moshe, go down because they're, they're doing terrible things. Moshe Rabbeinu Davins even before he goes down. He comes down, he meets Yeshua. Yeshua tries to excuse the situation. Moshe sees the Mechailas, the dancing, and he smashes the Luchais. He then grinds up, he takes the Egel. He melts it down, turns it into solid, grinds it up into a power, powder, puts it in the water, gives everybody to drink. This was on the day after Shavuot's Metamus. He broke the Luchais. The following day, Rashi says, is when he gave the all to drink and they dropped dead. And then he discusses with Aaron what happened. And he says, Milah Shem The entire Shavuot Levi gathers them. And on that same day, he tells them, take your swords and go kill the people, about 3,000 people. That was also on Yudches, on the 18th. Of Thomas. The 19th of Thomas, he goes up and he has a, a, a tefillah with Akash Baruch when he says, And Hashem says, No, no, no. The one that sinned against me, he's the one that's going to get it. And then Magaifa happened. That was the 19th of Thomas. Then Moshe goes back up another time for the 40 day period of Davening. And that's on Chaf Thomas straight through until the end of Av. And then finally, the last phase is from Elul to Yom Kippur. So he goes up to the Bible, and Hashem says he's going to send a Malach instead of him coming down. And Klaiso is very upset, and then by Yisabolu, they're very in a state of mourning, but they don't take off the crowns. And Hashem tells them that they have to take off the crowns. And Moshe sets up the oil mayid. <coughs> um, this happens actually later when he comes back down later. He sets up the oil mayid. And then he has a Kashbarka to reveal. His tremendous, tremendous chesed is kol midas tuvay. And Hashem says, psalacha. Moshe Rabbeinu brings up this snap, sanpiroin, this massive stone that was in his tent. And Hashem says, psalacha, you'll get the remainder of it. And you're going to shape the lukas and I'm going to write on them. Moshe Rabbeinu goes up and he asks Hashem to reveal the yud midas, which he does. And then Hashem is kairis bris on the yud midas. And then Hashem tells them, you're going to meet the, shiva, the six of the seven Amimim, and you're going to destroy them. Be careful to keep away from them. Don't learn from the ways. Don't learn from Avedi Zara. Don't do anything that they do. And then a whole list of different mitzvahs about Yom Tov of Kagamatis and Pidina Ben. And then Moshe Rabbeinu finally comes down with the second uh, set of Lukais. The Koran Orpanov, he has this shine, this glow coming from his face. Kleisel was scared to approach him, but when he taught the Torah, he taught it with his exposed. And when he was walking around the streets, he covered it up. So it shouldn't be uh, an exposure of something that was so special and for people to become casual with it. Let's begin Kisisa. So number one, I spoke about this this week in our five-minute halakha daily share, but a little bit we'll speak about now as well. You should count them using the Somebody that counts Yidin is over on a Lysase. Counting Jews 
It's a loisa say. It's not a loisa say. It's a loisa say. But you're transgressing in Israel. According to one sheet of the Gemara, you're transgressing two Isurim. They cannot be measured for they suffer and should not have numbers. Two Isurim for counting Jews. So there's two outlockers about this. I went a little in, into it this week on three separate days. We spent a few, few, few sessions on it. But there's an Isur, two Isurim. Remnisi Karelis is Masbir. There's two Isurim over here. What is the act of counting? Even if you're not going to get to a sum total. Let's say, yeah, you just want to count, uh, you know, the people in front of you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You got hundreds of people, but you just... The act of counting is an act of Isra itself, which if you do it with a Shinui, might be okay. If instead of counting people, you count sneakers, you count uh, yarmulkes or whatever, or perhaps sneakers and yarmulkes doesn't, is not good enough. You need a bigger shiner because you're basically counting them with the sneakers and yarmulkes. Maybe you need coins. Maybe you need uh, <coughs> to count the shiya So when you're counting numbers, even if it's not to know a sum total, there's an iser, and it has to be done ayyadei dover aker. Secondly, there's a separate iser of coming to a conclusion knowing the sum total, knowing how many people you have. Counting Yidin to get to a total number is an Isra on its own, even if you don't do the act of counting. Reb Chaim Ganievsky brings it from his father, the Stipe Paskin. That actually, he doesn't bring it from his father, but it's brought down. The Stipe Paskin, even if you don't get an exact number, it's usher. Normally on Shabbos, we have an Isra, the Anala, and measure things on Shabbos, but if it's just approximate, it's not exact, it's not called measuring. Says, there's no din of a, no, of a sixth, even a tiny drop is considered cheating a business because something that you can measure if you're off by a drop, it's not the measure that you made up. So it's usser. So on Shabbos, if it's exact, it's usser. If it's not exact, it's mutter. But Zakhtar, the stipler, when it comes to counting, even if it's not exact, it's usser. How does he know? Because every count is never exact. It takes a few hours to count Klaizol. It takes a few days to count Klaizol. You think in the interim people didn't die and people weren't born? So it's never going to be a perfect exact number. There was a nace in the midbar, 603,550, two times around, it was a perfect number. But with Derek Lau, <laughs> counting never is going to be an exact number and still the Torah asks it. So it's other to count Yiddin, even with, to get approximate number is a problem, to know that total number, and there's an Isra of counting itself. What about for Advar Mitzvah? It's still Asr. And that's why even by a minion, you don't count one, two, three, four, five, even for a mitzvah. We learned that from, from the base of Migdash. When they were counting the Kayanim, they did this lottery. They weren't trying to get to know a number of Kayanim. They were just trying to make a raffle, just trying to make a, and they went around with one finger, two fingers. So even over there, they had to do it with a shinoi, even without coming to know a number. They weren't trying to know a number. They were just trying to figure out who should get which Avedah. And still there was a problem to count. So you see the activity of counting is a problem, even if you're not going to know the sum number. And there's an issue of knowing the sum number, even if you're not mama's going to do the act. So this is Mamisha Halakha and Shulchan Aruch, and it's considered dangerous as well. Chamir Sakanta Me'isura. It's also brought down doing it by an app, by a clicker, by a, in writing. All of it, it's all the same thing. It's usher. Rashi brings out an interesting minute when they used to count a minion. You wouldn't have one guy that would go, Rashi says, somebody would call out, Vani! Next guy calls out, Barav! Ten words in that buzzik. That's how they got to a minion. But you didn't have one guy going around because that also might be considered counting. Each person just called out one word. 
when you got to the last word, you knew you were done, you had a minion. So it's just interesting to know that this is a real isser and it's considered a real danger. I don't know why we're, many people are lax with it. You know, you go on trips, you go to events, you go to, uh, how many people in yeshiva? Well, interestingly though, he does bring down that if somebody just says, how many kids do you have? That's not called counting. You know how many kids you have. You're just telling the person how many kids you have. That's not called counting. Interesting halacha. Somebody says, how many boys in yeshiva? Oh, 50 boys, 100 boys, whatever. That's not called counting. It's, it's a problem when you're counting them to get to the total because you want to know the number. That's going to be a problem. Okay, let's go back to it. So the way that is done over here is through giving tzedakah, and then you can do a count and there shouldn't be a negath. So right off the bat, the message brings down. Clyde is always feeling very, very down. This is going really after the story of the Eyal. Okay, and this is with the building of the Mishkan, which is a kapara for the ego. Klai Yisrael was terribly depressed. And the Moshe Rabbeinu says, how can I lift up Klai Yisrael's heads? How can I give them a sense of confidence? How can I make them a little bit more optimistic? You know how you lift somebody up? The best way to lift somebody's spirit is to get them to give to others. <clears throat> and Agam over here wasn't tzedakah. It was giving to the Mishkan. But when you give, it automatically puts you in a position that you feel godly. God gives. Animals take, and we're like in the middle. <laughs> sometimes you give, sometimes you take. We have matzah matzah. But you know what makes a person feel good? Not when you take. A person feels good when he gives, when he provides, when he builds. That's what makes it. That's kisisa, that's how you do it, by giving matzah shekel. We all know, Venasnu, what you give comes back to you. Listen to this. When you're lifting up the rice, the chidat, say, uh, sorry, not the, uh, the ejdas, the ejdas says rice. If you spell out rice, rice, aleph, Shin, you spell it fully out, the mole gematria of Rosh is the gematria of the Ishdas. You can't make that up, right? How do you even think of that, right? But that's what he says, the, the molly of Rosh. The Hainu, when a Yid is uplifted, and a Yid is Ba'atzus, he's very far away from Akash Baruch Hu. In order to be Dovik Bashem, you need Simcha Shal Mitzvah, you need to be uplifted, you gotta have uh, uh, a, a drive, a confidence, a happiness. When you lift up your head, it's Chaim Kulchem Okay, what's Bshad in the Maxis a shekel? So Rabbi Gamliel, a nice little Hasidish Bshad, he, say, he says, Tvila, I don't know how he got into Tvila over here, but he says, Tvila helped. Maxis is Yiddish, is helped. He said, Tvila helped. But he gave a whole drasha, a beautiful drasha over here, in the fart that this whole Indian, we all know, Maxis represents the fact that we're Ba'achtas. I'm only half. You're only one together with other Yiddin. And he gave a whole schmooze about how people nowadays are lenient. Oh, I have more come on if I daven miachidas. I'll daven a language my essay, Mishkadusha, Mishamein Yeshmei Rabbas. He says, I have a davening, but you're part of a tzibur is better than Ha'ashil Yarba. Oh, you have grace and kafanas, you're an usher, you have such kafanas, you could go on for hours and hours when Ezra, you could have and be a chidus and miss everything. No, 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 no. A machzis that's part of the tzibur is even better than a shalem who's on his own and he's a yachid. So be very careful to be part of the tzibur. Okay? And we know that that, by the way, the Ikra Allah of that is to start Shemayna Ezra at the same time as the tzibur. That's the Ikra Din of, of Minyan. Okay, 
So it's a lechaper al nafshoi seichem. It's going to be a bakor for the nefesh. The word nefesh equals shekel. Okay. So what's pshat of a nefesh equals shekel? Why are we giving half a shekel? So the Nitziv says a moyer digazach that the etzem was saying that every nefesh in Klaus only is a kapara. But really, you're one together with your wife. Right? It's only a complete nefesh. It says, You're only chati ish. You're not a full, full-fledged person. So you're one with your wife. But the women are putter because they didn't do the eagle. So when you give the maxer shekel, you're giving one coin for you and your wife. It's just a smaller coin. It's a... It's not a half. I remember as a kid always thinking it's a half. It's a, like a chopped up coin. It's a full coin, but it's half the weight of a regular shekel. Hey? Show and tell. That's a box of shekel. Okay? That's also a box of shekel. Okay? That's my, it's a full coin, but it's half the weight of a full shekel. Why half the weight? Because the full unit of husband and wife etzim, is giving the minion because they're being counted as one. But even though they're being counted as one, we're not going to be mechai of the lady to, to, to lose money from her jewelry for this, you know, because she doesn't need the kapara. So the cost of it is a half price cost. But the coin is one coin representing the husband and wife together. Women are taka patra maxis shekel, but I guess in some way you're giving it together, both the men and women as one unit. Okay, Zayitnu, everybody says, what's the Pshad? Moshe Bin was the Skasha. How could it be a Kapara? Different Pshatim. So one Pshad is Zayitnu, and I should have to show him a Maxer Shekel. Look at my real discount. I love this Pshad because that's what I'm doing, show and tell. The Abishter, my real discount says, the Gemara says, Kol Kesef Amor Materi is Kesef Tsuri. Whenever the Torah speaks about money, it means Kesef. Tsuri. Kesef from Tyre. Zog the Maril discount, it didn't exist yet. The Tsuri coins didn't exist yet. He doesn't say it exist yet. He said, how's Moshe Rabbeinu supposed to know what a Kesef Tsuri looks like? He, li- he lived in Egypt and Midian. How's he supposed to know what they were doing in Tyre? But I'll be archaeology and everything. They didn't have coins yet. So how's Moshe Rabbeinu supposed to make a maxima shekel shel Kesef Tsuri if Kesef Tsuri didn't exist? So Hashem had to show him what it looks like. That's what it looks like. That's from Tyre. That's Kesef Tsuri. Mamish from the early parts of Bayashani. And that's the first maxima shekel pretty much that came into existence. That's the earliest one. That one. That one's like 200 years later. That's it. So Moshe Rabbeinu was Niskasha. And guys, that's what Hashem showed him. <laughs> or something along those lines. Anyway, that's Machzah Shechem. Another pshat, Zayitnu Hashem. What was Niskasha? How is it Shaykh that it could be a Kapara? So Hashem showed him, oh, Machzah Shechem that represents the Achtos. Kleisel is a half. But I'd like to share just a very simple Pasha Pshat. The Gemara Masech's Bar Messiah, we're about to start it, Rabbi Yisai, Gemara Masech's Bar Messiah says, towards the end of Bar Messiah, it says that somebody has noit to prut them in Ani, is kilim, is kai Why? Because when an Ani goes to work, he's putting his blood and guts into that pruta that he's earning. Be'etzem domim charti mashma. Domim means blood and domim means money. Because really, your blood goes into... It's, everything's blood money. <laughs> your, your blood goes into your money. Your money's a nefesh. Time, effort. Time is life. When you put time in to earn money, that coin has a piece of your life in it. You invested your life into getting that coin. The Gemara speaks about an ani who's my nefesh. He has to climb a tree to pick apples for you. He's risking his life. There's a certain level of risk. So you see that the coin to him is mamish worth his life. And you go and you steal that from an ani, your mamish is not So that's, but I, I believe that's simple pshat. 
A coin is something that people are moist and nefesh for. That's the kaparas nefesh. When you give that away, you're giving away a piece of your life. I spent 10 hours on that $100 bill. I spent, you know, five hours on that. And that money you're now giving to tzedakah, you literally gave away your life to tzedakah. That's the kaparas nefesh. Okay. So right after that, we have the story of the kior and the kanoi, and when it's placed a little bit dirty, a little bit sounds not blocking the entrance of the mishkan from the mizbeach, because the mizbeach has to be directly opposite the opening facing the kodesh hakadoshim. But it was a little bit sound, but the kior is set up that as soon as the kayanim come in to start a new day of avoda, you have to wash. If they interrupt the avoda and they have to start any specific avoda about to do, vaita you have to wash. I was thinking to myself, you know that Moshe Rabbeinu was a little bothered <coughs> by using the copper from the mirrors, and Kajabaka said to do so. Uh, some say that it was Gufa used by Saita so that the coin shouldn't have to look at the face of the Saita. And the coin instead would look at the reflection of the Saita in the Kiyar. But I'd like to say something. If you're using the Kiyar as a reflection, you know what's going to be. I don't know where or why. I, I haven't seen any. Yeah, I'm just not familiar. Is there any Mida given? For how it was made? Yeah. I mean, it's probably a measurement of how much water is what, especially by Shalim, by the base of Migdash, right? The, the huge pools, and, <clears throat> and they had this whole chain thing bringing the water up. But, but how it was made, the shape, the size, the design? Raji says, Kedad. Kedad with Kamadadim. Very not clear. I lie one time, the mice, though, all the pictures, everybody describes it pretty much as this big round bowl type of thing. You know, if you look in the mirror, in something <laughs> that's a, that's a, what's it called? Congress, what's it called? Concave mirror? What happens? You get a bloated face. What? Convex? Okay. <laughs> it changes your perspective of yourself. Perhaps this was the Indian that when a Koyin starts his day of Avoida, he has to look at the Kiyar and say, what do you think? You think I'm gross? I'm, I'm nothing. Yeah, I always, I always think I'm big. Look, look, I'm crazy. I am. Nowadays they have opposite. You know, you want to look thinner. Yeah, but he says you come, you look. You have to start. You avoid it with some self-reflection. You have to think about yourself, how humble you are. Like to say, me anoichi, that beautiful song, me, me anoichi, she'ezkel lehispalel. You can't start your day of avoid the ich bin akoyin mit the big day kohuna mit the ganzer stolz. The stolz is for klal Yisrael to see godless Adam and to learn from it. But for the koyin alein, you have to come in with humbleness. You got to wash as if you're dirty. Well, I took a shower this morning. Nay, you have to come and look at the mirror and see what a false self-reception of yourself, a bloated vision of yourself. You're much smaller than it looks like on the outside. Go in now and do the avayda. <clears throat> okay. We come to the Ketoyres. So the Pasuk says, we have to have a little remnant of Purim over here. We know Mardurar is? Listen to this, so you ready for this? These four words, the Soyfei Tevis of Roishmar is Shinmem, Shinresh. The Soyfei Tevis of Durar Chamesh is Resh Shin. Sar Rush. Adelayata bein ar Haman levaruch Mordechai. Who was the Sar and who was the Rush? Who was the pauper and who was the prince? 
I think they made a, a, a book, a movie, something, Prince and the Pauper. Who, who was the prince and who was the pauper? Haman the whole time said, I gave so much money, connected the Machzor Shekels, so he makes that cheshman, who's connected all the Machzor Shekels of Gans Kleiso. As a matter of fact, there's a measure that says he gave 50 shekel per year. There's a measure that says he gave 50 shekel per year. Crazy man. The kids are nice. He gave enough money. And Mordechai says, you gave money? Verbus too. Prusbuli, prusbuti. You're a pauper. You don't have a penny. I'm the rich guy here. And you took my money and offered it to Akashmeris? Verbus too. That's been a hapoko, any adeya, bin arhaman, levargwana, sar and rice. Says Allah, when we come to the Mishka, the Shemana Mishka, Al Basar Adam Loizach. Don't pour it on the Basar. Oh, sorry, the last thing was also on the Shemana Mishka, the Mardura. But on the Basar Loizach. There's a Shail in Allah. What about on a guy? A guy's not called Adam. Is a guy called Adam? Ha Adam. It's called. He's not called Adam. So you need a Kavachimer. If it's us for a year, Kavachimer is us for a guy. Of the Arak Shulchan Paskins, get ready for this. That Basara, then we know when you go to the mikvah, when you go to the mikvah, you need a special ribo yakasuf, then when you go to the mikvah, your hair has to be in the water. Because your hair is not your basar. You need S, that's right, you need kol basar, you need a drasha, S, a tofel has to go into the mikvah too. So you see that hair is not really part of you. You could put the Shem Mishka on your hair. Now you ask me, what would be the point? What's the point? I saw brought down from I think the Alkaruveni brings down Segulas. Oh no, from from uh, from Rabbi Chilvachestern. He brings down Segulas Shemen Hamishka. Is it makes people grow? You pour it on a short Kayan Gadol and it grows taller. I think here we go. Men's here now, Rabbi. <laughs> so, you have a answer to put it on your ear. You got your ear to grow. But uh, now you understand why Aaron was ten Amos. Right, and, and every kind of Godel, it was kind of Godel, he, he was tall. The Shemana Mishka made things grow. Okay? What? I thought Aaron was a short one. Aaron was 10 Amis. Says yeah, they have to dig into the Mishka to, for him to walk, so he shouldn't bump his head. I'm not kidding. Okay, says that. Okay, we come to the passage of Shabbos. Rashi says, Pasuk Yugimel, Rashi says, Ve'ata, and you, Moshe Rabbeinu, Dabro, when they saw Lamar, stop doing the Mishkan! And you got to keep Shabbos. Zograshi, the Atta, and you, Zograshi, Al Yekal. Just one second, where's this Pazak? Good Gimel. Rashi's Lajan. The Atta, Al Yekal Be'inecha, Litchois is a Shabbos, Mepnei Oisemalacha. Don't let it be light in your eyes to push off Shabbos for the Malacha of the Mishkan. Why is this considered being light in your eyes? Giving Mishkan priority over Shabbos would be considered being makel on Shabbos. And I'd like to suggest that this is part of the va'ata. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, you yourself have to tell this to So You can't delegate this to Aaron, to another view, to the Sanhedrin. You got to do this yourself. You know why? Similar to what Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky said by Maimon Asinai. They needed an extra warning, an extra warning, an extra warning. Why did they need so many warnings to, to keep off the border, to keep off the mountain? Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says, because the desire for Ruchnius is much bigger than the Yetzirah for bad stuff. So Klaiso wanted to run up the mountain to attach themselves to the You have to stop them ten times. <laughs> it's not enough, like by Gessel or murder or something else. Those are various. But the, the, the Ratzin for Dveikas Hashem, 
You need very, very, very strong warnings. Mail over here also, the Atta. Only my Shabbat has to come and tell Klaizel, stop building the Mishkan. Otherwise, oh, yeah, Shabbos, leave me alone with Shabbos, I'm building the Mishkan. Then he buys the Shalom. Are you crazy, Shabbos? Shabbos is Gashmi, it's Cholent. I should focus on Cholent instead of the Mishkan. Yeah, go eat your Cholent. Okay, that's my Shabbat. Vishamu Menezel is a Shabbos. I heard Joshua, maybe from Rabbi Gamaliel, somebody's, no, not from Rabbi Gamaliel. You can't have fires cooking about Shabbos on Shabbos. Your inspiration for Shabbos has to start before. Like Aviv Shomar Es Hadover, you have to anticipate. How do you anticipate? Two things. Number one, you can buy things, Lukavit Shabbos, Lukavit Shabbos, Beishamai, always buying things, Lukavit Shabbos, and you count, you're anticipating Shabbos. Another way to anticipate Shabbos is the negative. The Shamru is to restrain. That means all the Yigishmak are wonderful poppers. One second, who said I should have a Thursday night? Maybe I should only have a Shabbos. And Thursday night, Shalat is Chil Shabbos. I'm like, no, no jokes. Your favorite fruit, your favorite clothing, your favorite whatever, you save for Shabbos Kodesh. That's also for Shemira. And by the way, he said, this plays a big role in the whole Indian of the Tikkun or Egel. Because what was the problem with the Egel? They couldn't wait another day. Couldn't wait. What was the case of other Marisha in the Medrash says? He took from the Itzadas, according to Wamshad, Itzadas was Yayin. It was grapes growing on the grapevine. He was supposed to make Kiddush and Shabbos would have been Olam Abba. But instead, because he sinned, he wasn't waiting. He wasn't waiting. He jumped the gun. Uh, so now, now Shabbos only made Ein Olam Abba. You had wine beforehand? Too bad. Wait, just have the wine later. First do the grapes. Waiting is a very, very, very important chinuch. And what can we say? This is Yitin and Golis. So wait for Shabbos and anticipate Shabbos. Okay. Baruch gave to Moshe when he finished talking to him. Rashi. Why? Kikala. Hashem gave it to Moshe Rabbeinu as a matana, like a kala given to a chassan. I don't know a kala given to. You know any any kalas given to a chassan as a matana? So if she's a katana, the father gives her. Vashti was given to Akashmir, she's a matana, from, from, from uh, Dayavish the first. But who gives a kal? What do they call a matana? So Raji hints to it also along these lines. Raji says that after 40 days, you think Moshe Rabbeinu could get the Torah? Moshe couldn't get the Torah in 40 days. It's not enough time. Akash Baruch who gave it to him, kematana, like a kala. Perhaps that's pshat. In the Goyesha world, you date for 10 years, you live together for a while, maybe even uh, they have kids, and then they make a commitment and break the marriage. <laughs> That's how it works by the Goyesh By the Yiddish Shevelt, you meet the girl, come, come, a few times, you barely even know what she looks like, and boom, you're getting married, you make a commitment for life. What's Pshat of them? Perhaps that's Pshat. Pshat is a Kala Be'etzem, you're never really ready. In the Yiddish Shevelt, it was made up by Ashkacha. You could rely on the but of course you have to check out a few things, you know, <laughs> make sure it could work. And then it takes a leap of faith. You jump in. Nobody knows their chasen and kala until after they get married. And even that, for years and years, the mamish know each other. That's a matana, it's all wrapped up. You might have an idea because, you know, you had a wish list on Amazon. <laughs> you might have some ideas, but you don't really know it until you open it up. And so to a kala in Klayusro, barely any preparations. You barely barely know each other. You're compatible. The, the, the icker points 
the Iker points work. You enjoy each other's company. You met, you met for a few weeks, maybe, maybe a few months, and it's a leap of faith. That's what it is. You're relying on the Ibishter that this is your zivug from, 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 from when you were born. That's Kekala. But Kala is given as a matana to a cousin. The Rebbeinu Shalom arranges it. Like it says, he brought Chava to, to Adam Risha with braids. Hashem was with Sameach the Kala. Hashem gave her as a matana, all dressed up, like, with like a package, like a matana. The man was also like that. Okay. So the Ibishter tells my Shabbeinu that I'm giving you Lukas, Eidus, Lukas, Oven. They were made out of Stones like the Zaya, where the stone come from? The Evan Shasia. So he's like the Zaya. The stone of the first Lukais was the Evan Shasia. The stone of the second Lukais was Sanpirion that came from Moshe Rabbeinu's oil. Hashem revealed to him that sitting under his oil was a treasure of Sanpirion, of, of sapphire. And he told Moshe Rabbeinu, Psalacha, it's yours. You're going to get the, the chiseled, all the extras, it's all yours. But the first one came chiseled out from the Evan Shasia, the Kedush HaKadoshim, where the world came from. Listen to this. So, Vayara Om Kiboishesh Moshe. Klaizol makes a mistake. Ha'am, by the way, is not Klaizol. Ha'am is the Erev Rav. You got to hear this. When it says Psalacha, I'm scared I'm not going to get to it. But Rashi says an unbelievable marshal. Psalacha. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu doing the Lukais, Shniais? Rashi says, Marshal Ma'adavadayna. To a king who left his Arusa at home, with all the shvachis, and he went away. And the shayshmin, the shadchin, who made the shidduch, he notices that the shvachis are all being immoral, and it gives the princess, the queen, a bad name. She didn't sin, or we don't know if she sinned or not, but the fact that she's around them, and they had such a bad name, and the fact that he's scared, the king's going to come back and kill her. He tears up the ksuba, he tears up the marriage contract. The king, why? So in case the king goes back, what do you mean? You're not married, you can't prove anything against her. Make it a she's a she's ish. the king comes back, and they're boidic, and they find that she was clean. She didn't do anything wrong. It was the shvachais, but she got a bad name because, because the shvachais were around her. But she was clean. So then the king says, uh, I need a ksuba. So he says, you tore it up. You're going you're gonna to pay for the paper. This is what Rashi says. You're going to pay for the paper, and I'll rewrite it. I'm rewriting it because I was Chosha B'Kshayrim. So if I care, I have to be Moisif. Ksuba Shnia. I'm going to be Moisif. I'm going to make a, a renewal even better than the first time because I was Chosha B'Kshayrim. But you were the one that tore it up. You have to make it. So we listen to this. It comes out. Lafizah Rashi says, Clark, straight up, that Klai Yisrael had an Erev. The Erev was the Rav. Erev was more than Klai Yisrael. The Erev was the one that sinned with the Ego. And Klai Yisrael got themselves a bad name from it. The Ibishta told Moshe Rabbeinu, you broke the Luchas to protect Klai Yisrael from being an Arusa, you have to make the second Luchas. It's on you. I'll write it, but you have to make it. But we see from here that it wasn't Klai Yisrael. It's all Om, Om, Om. Leich Reiki Shichais Amcha. It was just the era. But anyway, it says, keep Vaishesh. Okay? Vaishesh means Moshe Rabbeinu was coming late. Listen to this medrash. It's brought down in the Yalka Ruvani from the Sefer Zerzov. I don't know which Sefer this is. Zerzov, you ready? A medrash that says, Klaizol said, what? Moish is coming down from the mountain with what? Chamisha Kumshitayra and Sefer Yeshua. The Gemara says, if Klaizol was never Chaytei, all we would have is Chamisha Kumshitayra and Sefer Yeshua. Why do we need Sefer Yeshua? To tell us the borders, to give out the land of Eretz Israel. But all the other Nevi'im afterwards were Musr. Musr for the bad boy. <laughs> Musr for the, for the strange child. That's all the other Nevi'im. It's all Musr. So if Klaizwa would not have been Chaytei, we only would have had Chumash and Sefer Yeshua. So Klaizwa, 
Moshe is only coming down with six books. All we're gonna have six books, guys. Let's be chayday, so we can have twenty-four sifrei. Svarim. We need, we need more time. We can't just let this go by. Just six svarim. Unbelievable shot. Okay. Weiter. So Klaizo goes and they tell the Ayirvav goes and they tell Aaron, come. I say, Lord, again, there's wild stuff going on over here about the Egal Fashtesa. There's a lot of deep stuff that we don't understand, but I'm going to share with you a little bit. Vazep is the Egal. Why did they say, Kum, get up? Aaron saw Zavuach, Lafanov. He saw Kurden. What's going on here? Listen to this. Klai saw by Mamre Sinai, saw the Kisiyah Kovin. They saw on the Kisiyah Kovin that there were four images on the bottom of the Kisiyah Kovin. The Malach in charge of the Shor on the Kisiyah Kovin, his name is Amatia, which is Gematria Kum. So Klai Yisrael did something to take control of that malach. And they brought him down. And they told him, take off the image of the Shor from the Kisiyah Kovit. And Kum, they called him by his name. Kum. It's Gematria Kum. Kum. Make for us something powerful that has Ruchni's digger power. They weren't talking to Aaron. They were talking to this malach. You put it in Yosef's name. I'm Anyway, what does Aaron do? He's trying to stall the time. Tells them, go get gold from your wives and your children. So we all know the wives protested. Some say they ripped them off. Some say they brought their own. The Pasuk says, But it says, So Medrash says they took their own earrings. The men took their own earrings instead of their wives. Because the wives protested. They brought all the earrings to Aaron. And was, this was too quick. Aaron thought this would take at least a day or two. You know? They brought all the gold. Listen to this. What's up, Zanegam? says, Aaron took all this gold, didn't know what to do with it. He puts all the gold aside, but in the pile of all the gold, he noticed a tzitz, some kind of, some kind of golden bar that's like a jewelry for the head, and it had on it the Shem Hashem, and it had on it the image of a shar. And he says, this can't be mixed with everything else, and he throws it into the fire. This goes along with that medrash that says, it was from Moshe Rabbeinu, the Ali Shur. Vosep is an eagle. Why they want an eagle to represent a Kashmir? The Raman says this wasn't a Vidzar. They wanted a physical representation of a Kashmir. Why they want a physical representation Dafka from the Shara and the Kisi Hakavit or the eagle? Back in Mitzrayim, the Yagravain brings down. Listen to this crazy story. Before Paroi, there was a king in Mitzrayim who was a tremendous Kishif Macher. Okay? And he made Kishif where he would, he created an eagle. An eagle. Okay? that would emerge and float in the air above the Nile River. Some say once a year, some say once a month, uh, the fourth hour of every single morning, and some say once a year. And the Egyptians would come out and bow down to it, and they made a holiday out of this eagle. And that's where they got this idea. It was, a, it was an Egyptian thing. And Clyde, we know that the, the whole, the whole uh, the desire of the Egyptians was, uh, was the sheep. Okay, anyway, that's the idea. We have to finish. We're very, very late. But anyway, that's why he says, Ashli Chehu. When Aaron told it to Moshe, I only threw it. Only one piece of gold I threw in. That's for Ashley Chehu. A quick match here. You guys are ready? It says, Yeshua ben Nun was now lo yomush. You guys ready for this one? Lo yomush sefer atari azami picha. Which is the passage given to Yeshua ben Nun because he wasn't, he was lo yomush dechayil. Lo yomush sefer atari azami picha. Is gematria etzem meatzomayu bos absori. Now you come one with the Torah. Zok the stipler. Lechaper al nafshay seichem. Is gematria. Ube'echad ba'adar mashmi in alashkalim. Ich habe noch eine Absicht. Ich habe noch eine Absicht.